All right. Hello, guys. Hello, world. Hello, Columbia. Welcome to another episode of Watch List Wednesday. Um, so much I want to talk about today. So much going on. We're going to start off with the potential crypto crash that's going on. Um, are we in a bearish market? Could we still be in a bullish market? Is that even possible right now? Um, we're going to look at that retracement we've seen on Bitcoin and the other cryptos and whether or not we can still invest in the uh, crypto space right now or if we need to wait longer or just, you know, what to do. We're going to talk about the IMF and them asking El Salvador to remove Bitcoin as legal tender for the country and pretty much El Salvador giving them the middle finger. We're going to talk about Elon Musk's happy meal, um, how that has kind of broken Twitter a little bit. <laughs> And created a lot of, um, you know, stirred up crypto once again, yet not really moving Dogecoin this time. Or maybe it will. Who knows? But it also brought up a lot of other interesting things that we'll cover. We'll talk about the YouTube NFTs that might be coming out and the potential use for those through the platform and what some of their goals might be. We'll also talk about Facebook or Meta's DM, formerly known as Libra, that might now be dead. It might not actually happen. Um, we're going to talk about what's going on with that. And then finally, we'll wrap up with my favorite piece is the Colombian Memorandum of Understanding with Singapore that will bring more tech innovation, blockchain innovation specifically to Colombia. So a lot of things to be excited about. So starting off with the horrendous, bloody, terrible crypto downtrend that's going on right now. Um, and things that might be potentially affecting that. So right now, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency prices have crashed over the past week with around $1.4 trillion wiped from the combined crypto market and sparking warnings of a new crypto winter. Not sure if that's going to happen or not, but there's, you know, uh, the downtrend is here. It's corrected. It's pulled back. Um, I think a lot of people have taken some profits from how well Bitcoin did back through November, but it doesn't necessarily mean that everything's going to go downhill and we're going to go into a crypto winter. We don't know yet. We need more time. The Bitcoin price dropped under 33000 per Bitcoin this week, down more than 50% from its November peak. Ethereum, the second largest cryptocurrency by value, has crashed to 2300 per Ether, down from almost 5000 late last year. Now, reports have emerged the White House is gearing up to issue a cryptocurrency executive order with Joe Biden, wonderful guy, just fantastic, reportedly set to ask federal agencies to determine crypto risks and opportunities. I don't know if that will have much of an effect, um, if that will cause anything to you know affect crypto in a negative way or create even more of a downtrend or if it won't do anything at all. It really just depends. All I know is that there are a lot of people that are buying this dip and that are trying to call bottom and that are expecting a floor to appear pretty soon, especially for Bitcoin and for the rest of the crypto market, which, to be honest, has been pretty sideways and isn't necessarily down. Um, Bitcoin's the one that's gone up tremendously over the fall and then back down after breaching its all-time high, um, back to as low as it was in August or July of last year. But the rest of the crypto market, to be honest, hasn't really moved up much in the meantime in the past fall. And hasn't really fallen much lower than where it was last summer anyways. So I don't really think overall crypto is moving in any positive or negative direction. And I don't 
I think it's just mostly Bitcoin right now that we have to keep an eye on and see how that's going to pan out. But it's going to be very interesting. And there's obviously plenty, uh, plenty of opportunity that's not going to stop, that's not going to cease. Um, we've got to keep that in mind. This space can change in an instant. In one minute, all of a sudden, you know, this whole thing could turn around and it could be bullish. At the same time, it could just completely collapse and we could have a crypto winner for a while. So only time will tell, you know, just position yourself correctly. And we'll see how this pans out over the next few weeks and over the length of the first quarter of this year, which has been very interesting so far. What I want to talk about next is the IMF now telling uh, El Salvador that they need to remove Bitcoin as their um, as their national currency. Let me see if I can find the article to drop it as legal tender. So here is the article or one of the articles. Let's see. The International Monetary Fund is pushing El Salvador to ditch Bitcoin as legal tender, according to a statement released on Tuesday. IMF directors stressed that there are large risks associated with the use of Bitcoin on financial stability, financial integrity, and consumer protection, as well as the associated fiscal contingent liabilities. Well, how convenient for the IMF to come out with this when Bitcoin's in the middle of a downtrend? They're not going to come out with this when Bitcoin's breaking all-time highs. And El Salvador keeps going in every time Bitcoin dips and buys like 300, 400 more Bitcoin anyways. I don't know. I I don't like the IMF. No one really does. They don't really need to try and dictate any of this. I don't think that I I think they're really scared that it's going to work out for El Salvador and they're going to see other countries jump on board and try and do something very similar to what they're doing. And El Salvador is seeing tremendous innovation in their country as a result of it. It's not just buying Bitcoin. It's drawing in other technologies. It's drawing in other opportunities. And it's elevating the entire economy there. And it's gone from one of those countries where you can't even travel to it so dangerous to now being one of the leading places of innovation in Central America and generally across uh, Central America and Latin America, the entire LATAM region. Um, The report was published after Bilateral talks with El Salvador went on to urge authorities to narrow the scope of its Bitcoin law by removing Bitcoin status as legal money. In September of 2021, the Central American nation became the world's first country to adopt the cryptocurrency as legal tender alongside the U.S. dollar. Salvadoran President Nayib Bukele, I can't even pronounce his name, I'm so sorry, who has tethered his political fate to the success of the country's Bitcoin experiment, has added hundreds of Bitcoin to the country's balance sheet in recent months, like I said, Buying the dip constantly every time it goes down. On Friday, the president tweeted that he bought an additional 15 million of really cheap Bitcoin. As the crypto market plummeted, Bitcoin is down about 50% from its November record high. I really think El Salvador is in a very good position to benefit from this downtrend right now. It's going to be inevitable. Bitcoin's going to have to go up again at some point. Um, I don't know if it's going to go up again in the next six months and try and retest its all-time high. I really hope it does. I have those aspirations. If it does, El Salvador is going to make a fuck ton of money. I'm just going to put that out there. They're going to make so much money and it's going to just help their economy tremendously. You know, when they buy this low anyways, and I don't think Bitcoin's going to go a hell of a lot lower than 30,000, might dip to 38 or 28 or 25,000 at some point, but I don't think it's going to go that much lower. So they're really setting themselves up for success, I think, in my opinion. He really seems to understand investing, and I think that's going to benefit the country tremendously. 
Another thing I want to talk about is Elon Musk saying that he would eat a Happy Meal um, live or on on social media or in front of the world or something if Bitcoin, uh, sorry, if uh, McDonald's were to accept Dogecoin. Um, I'm not sure where that came from. I'm not sure if he's serious or not. Um, but it's kind of funny, and this has definitely caught everyone's attention on Twitter and social media as of lately. Um, if Elon Musk gets his way, McDonald's will become the latest company to jump onto the Dogecoin bandwagon. Musk, a noted Dogecoin fan, obviously, called Tuesday for McDonald's to accept the meme token as a legitimate form of payment for burgers and fries. The billionaire offered to provide McDonald's with some publicity if they agreed to his proposal. I will happily eat a Happy Meal on TV. Okay, on TV. If McDonald's accepts Dogecoin. Um, there hasn't actually been much of a rise in the price of Dogecoin from the result of this, but there has been a huge amount of response from fast food companies. McDonald's being one of them, obviously, um, talking about Grimace Coin and someone going out and launching Grimace Coin and going up like a thousand percent in a day. Burger King coming out and saying something in response. Now there's a little bit of talk and competition around fast food and uh, Dogecoin and cryptocurrencies. And it's kind of interesting. I don't know if that's ever going to pan out to be anything of great importance. But one thing I like that Elon Musk does about this stuff, and even though he's having fun and he's just trying to break the internet all the time, he is driving the conversation. He's bringing up interesting topics, even though he's you know having fun. Wouldn't it be interesting if McDonald's was accepting crypto? Why don't they accept crypto? Why don't they have a Grimace coin? Why don't they have Dogecoin being accepted or even Bitcoin? I, I think it's about time these fast food industries consider it because they have so much traffic and so much volume. And if they were to accept cryptocurrency, they would drive the prices absolutely bonkers. Um, you know, I think it's going to come pretty soon. And I think there's a lot of fitting use cases, war tokens, NFTs, um, can really fit into the ecosystem of how these fast food chains work. And I think they'll bring tremendous added benefit to them. And they're going to make a ton extra money and drive a lot of extra traffic to their franchise. If they, you know, go down this route, I think it's inevitable. Um, and, you know, shout out to Elon Musk for continuing to push things, whether it's a bull market or a bear market or, you know, regardless of what's going on. Um, I'm also curious to see what they do with the, the Doge rocket to, to the moon or to Mars or whatever they end up doing with that. And that's supposed to be a huge deal for the Dogecoin community um, the first part or so of 2022. So, you know, I have high prospects for Dogecoin. I don't necessarily think it's going to be like the currency of the future or anything special, but I do think it's earned its place here in society. And I think people have put so much um, behind it in terms of the community and so much hype behind it that it has some type of tangible value and it's crazy. Um, and I think Dogecoin will go up again in the future and I think it will get to a dollar at some point. It's it's a very interesting asset, um, even among meme coins just in general. I think it's starting to really separate itself as something that people want to want to use. It's a currency. Go figure. Um, YouTube wants to get into NFTs. Um, I'm not quite sure what they want to do specifically, but the CEO has hinted at the potential of NFT futures. Um, Susan says the company is looking to help create 
uh, to help creators capitalize on emerging technologies. Let's see what they say. I'm actually pretty curious about this too. YouTube NFTs may be in the works in a letter published today. The YouTube CEO, Susan Wadzicki, I can't pronounce these last names. I'm just going to say Susan. Susan suggested the company is looking to branch into NFTs in the future as another source of revenue for creators. She said, we're always focused on expanding the YouTube ecosystem to help creators capitalize on emerging technologies, including things like NFTs, while continuing to strengthen and enhance the experience creators and fans have on YouTube. The detail was part of Susan's <laughs> latest letter to the YouTube community, which outlines areas the company plans to invest in, like gaming and shopping, and how it plans to support creators. Susan said YouTube is looking to Web3 as a source of inspiration, specifically noting the opportunities with crypto decentralized autonomous organizations and NFTs. I do have something to say on this because I think that YouTube is in a tricky place where a lot of social media, media in general, will get decentralized by blockchain and that could really hurt YouTube if it's possible. So YouTube, if they're smart enough and they are and they have the money and they have the backing through Google, um, they need to figure out a way to decentralize their platform more and attract more of those people before it's too late. And there's a decentralized YouTube. That's going to happen at some point. When that happens, the benefits, the monetization, the tools to drive traffic and views and likes and grow a channel are going to be much more potent than what YouTube has. And YouTube is incredibly saturated with billions of videos. It's really competitive. It's hard to grow there. So people will leave if there's an opportunity. And that opportunity will present itself. So YouTube has to position itself in a way where it can survive in this decentralized world that we're about to enter with media and social media and the metaverse. And I think YouTube's big move is to start, you know, integrating these technologies, start finding ways to integrate with blockchain, crypto, NFTs. I don't know what they're going to do specifically, but they have to go that route or YouTube could face ma um, a massive setback in terms of revenue in terms of user growth or just users purely might leave the platform uh, for other opportunities. So I think YouTube is in quite a pickle, in, in my opinion. Um, but it'll be really interesting to see what they do with NFTs, how they will um, leverage them for creators. I'm not quite sure what that'll look like. Maybe they'll allow you to embed videos into NFTs or NFTs into videos or maybe use them as profile pictures. I hope they go beyond profile pictures because Twitter went that route, and it's kind of stupid that they spent all their money allowing you to change your profile picture um, to show an NFT, but they won't do anything about spam bots. But they'll invest their money and resources in something just, just really simple and stupid where someone could take a screenshot and do it anyways. So I really hope if YouTube is going this route and they're doing something with NFTs, crypto, blockchain, tokens, whatever, that they do something meaningful for the platform, because I really don't want to see them waste all their potential and money on really stupid crap. Diem, um, formerly known as Libra, is it dead? Is it alive? What's what's going on? This is a this is a big question. That's kind of I don't know if anyone's really been talking about, but Facebook's cryptocurrency project is you know could potentially be coming to an end. Uh, who who knows what's going on here? I haven't heard much of them for a while. We've actually inquired and see if we could have them on the podcast. And they haven't done any kind of real publicity for a long time. I think they really got hanger, uh, hammered by Congress originally. And I think that's killed so much of their momentum, what they want to do. And I think they want to focus more on the metaverse than they do on a digital coin right now. Or maybe they have something better. But let's dive into the article because more than two years ago, 
after it was first announced, the Facebook-sponsored cryptocurrency formerly known as Libra appears to be coming to an end. The DM association set up by Facebook to manage the digital token is exploring a sale of its assets after meeting resistance by regulators who oppose the initiative, according to a new report by Bloomberg. The U.S. Federal Reserve dealt the effort a final blow by putting pressure on Silvergate, the banking partner that DM said it was partnering with last year, to launch the token. Bloomberg reports that I've also heard from someone involved that the Fed threatened Silvergate putting the launch on ice. Um, DM Association spokesperson Michael Crittenden, what's with these last names today? Told The Verge that Bloomberg's story contained some factual errors, but declined to comment further. Yeah, you know, I think Diem is probably going to be dead. Um, I don't think this is going to pan out well, given the Federal Reserve's stance and, um, you know, on stable coins and how that combats the U.S. dollar because they want the CBDC to come out. But at the same time, these tech companies, they have so much influence and so much pull. Um, they'll get whatever they want in the end. I think the bigger story that no one's going to talk about is I just don't think they want to spend their money on it. I don't think they see it panning out, and I think that they have a better idea, and that's going to be you know, taking meta in the direction of the metaverse and focusing on that. I don't think they want to focus on crypto right now. I think they want to integrate crypto. They want to integrate NFTs, and they probably want their own NFT marketplace. I think they want to integrate stable coins, integrate Bitcoin, integrate a CBDC or a Fed dollar or U.S. digital dollar, but I don't think they really want to create their own. I think maybe that's the biggest thing here, and there's too much red tape to try and get through right now because they got really hammered by Capitol Hill, and they got put in the spotlight, and now regulators are just, you know, after them licking their chops left and right. Why would they want to waste their time and money on it? So I think they'll probably ax it or they'll shelf it for a very long time, or maybe they have something else up their sleeve. I'd I think DM is dead. I, did, I haven't seen anything on it really in the last two years. Um, so we'll see what, what happens with that. But, uh, you know, Facebook, Meta, they'll, they'll get whatever they want. So if they want a stable coin, they'll figure out how to do it. I just don't think it's in their agenda. Uh, the last thing on my agenda, our agenda, is Colombia's potential partnership here with uh, Singapore that could be absolutely huge. Um, let me find the article. Singapore and Colombia signed an MOU to boost trade, energy, and tech collaboration. And when they say tech, they also mean blockchain. This is going to be very cool for Colombians. Businesses in Singapore and Colombia will have more opportunities to collaborate in areas such as technology and innovation with a new memorandum of understanding MOU inked between the two countries. The partnership is first is the first bilateral MOU between Enterprise Singapore and Pro-Columbia, a government agency that promotes the South American country's export of goods and services, foreign direct investment, and tourism. ESG and Pro-Columbia will work together to facilitate partnerships between Singapore and Colombian companies in key areas of tech and innovation, such as artificial intelligence, IoT, blockchain, and digital industries. Companies will also collaborate on trade infrastructure in smart city and smart governance and energy, said ESG. Um, Colombia is Latin America's fourth largest economy with a GDP of 683.9 billion uh, U.S. dollars, expected to grow 5.5% this year. 
the country was Singapore's sixth largest trading partner in Latin America and the Caribbean last year. There's so much good going on with this. This is a very good sign for Colombians. Um, all the tech, all the innovation, all the money, all the investors, the business men and women, ev the entrepreneurs, um, everything. Pretty, it's access to the Chinese market too. They're all going to start flowing into Colombia through partnerships like this, memorandums and deals and bilateral agreements that will create so much innovation and pour so much more money into the country that it's going to be incredibly beneficial and it'll give Colombia a massive leg up in Latin America and amongst other Latin American countries. And as a developing country, it's going to help it grow um, super, super, super quickly. It's going to expedite that process. And blockchain is one of those key technologies that they're going to push. Um, and that's going to drive a lot of great stuff in the country. It's going to bring better jobs and create better opportunities, better pay. It'll help alleviate um, people in poverty, um, bring social benefits. It will fix infrastructure problems, supply chain issues. Overall, it's, it's very good news and makes me even more excited about the fact that I'm in Colombia and I feel like I picked the right place and this stuff is starting to finally um, come to fruition. But anyways, that is Watchlist Wednesday. We talked about so much stuff. Um, if there's anything in particular that you guys want to talk about, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter or on Instagram. Those are the best places to reach me socially. If there's anything that you want to cover regarding you know, what's going on with the market, if there's a news piece, um, there's a development, a new NFT collection, um, maybe something's happening in your country that we haven't heard about that isn't circulating. Let me know. Let us know. We'd love to talk about it and cover it and kind of just chit chat. And I'll share my opinions on what I think about it. And we'll just go into tons of detail and have some fun. Anyways, that's Watchlist Wednesday. I'll see you guys next week on Watchlist Wednesday. And stay tuned for new episodes of the podcast. Ciao.